Hello and welcome to the Turtle Tracks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Van Hooker, and we have a different kind of episode today. Um, joining us here is a previous guest and a proud to say a friend of mine, Kevin Monroe, the director of the 2007 TMNT movie, and um, as well as Andrea Goodman from the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. So, like I said, this is a little bit of a different episode, um, but I, I feel like this is an important message uh, that I think uh, we're trying to get into more places. So, I mean, Kevin, if you can kind of share what the last year of your life has been like a little bit, I think it would be uh, a good way to lead into this thing. Uh, yeah, th- it, it is so good to see you. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is, uh, it, and, and thanks for, for, for giving us a chance to talk about this. Uh, the past year has been, has been an interesting one, filled with a lot of ups and downs because uh, at the end, at the beginning of 2021, I was diagnosed with stage 3B colon cancer. And uh, it sort of was something, I'm, I'm 49 years old now, it sort of came completely out of the blue. Uh, and uh, it was just one of those things that uh, we've just been dealing with, I think, as, as, as a family and as, as just a, a little community uh, now since then. Uh, so I've been through, just to cut to the chase, I know I'm, I, 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 being a storyteller, you probably want to create more suspense, but I'm okay. I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but now, basically, at the, at the end of it now, after a year of uh, chemo treatment and radiation and everything, uh, I am showing no sign of disease right now. And, uh, and so we continue to test. We're about five months into testing now after everything's been wrapped up. And so now finally coming up for air and just getting a chance to help share uh, the message that people like Andrea are, are, are doing uh, with the Colorectal Cancer Alliance and uh, having discussions like this. Yeah, so uh, Andrea, I'd love to hear more from you too. Uh, Kevin, I know when you told me, I was I was uh, shocked and, and concerned. Uh, yeah. You know, I've had uh, um, cancer in my family too. Uh, my wife was diagnosed with thyroid cancer a couple of years ago and she's free and clear now. Uh, but, you know, when I was a kid, my, my father passed away from cancer. So when uh, when you approached me about doing this, I thought it's a hell of a good opportunity to kind of spread awareness and the word and uh, and um, I don't know, destigmatize all the stuff that goes with lots of cancers. But I would say, is it fair to say, especially this one, Andrea? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me, Brian and Kevin, for sharing your story. Um, it really does come with so much stigma, and people don't want to talk about it. Any cancer diagnosis, really, but especially with colon cancer, right? Because people don't want to talk about their butts or poop or any kind of GI symptoms, but it keeps people in the dark. So, so important to talk about. And I will share that um, when I told a friend who knows that I'm a big TMNT fan that I was going to be on this podcast, she said, Are the turtles having colonoscopies? So, really, anyone could have a colonoscopy. <laughs> I don't know about the turtles, but. Um, just I don't know so where important the, to... the entry point is, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know the answer to that, um, biologically speaking, but um, important for everybody to talk about all species and all of that. So I'm really glad that we're having this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kevin, um, I appreciate, I know you reached out to our organization, yeah. the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. So I just want to share that as the nonprofit dedicated to this disease, um, we're really here for anybody who has questions about it or about screening for it. So not just for cancer patients, but anybody who is listening who might have questions um, about symptoms or anything else related to colon cancer. Yeah, and not and not to jump the narrative and the, the story, but the uh, but the, there's this period that you go through, especially even just even not just wanting to be someone who wants to know more, but especially if you're being affected by either yourself or a family member, 
where all of a sudden the internet becomes really, really big. And there's so many different POVs. There's so many different stories. There's so many. And so I, when I found your organization, it was just, and I guess that's kind of the nice thing about social media because you kind of you kind of keep going around until you find that sort of that fit. Like I just, I like the tone. I like the information. I feel informed and it feels like the way that I wanted to live it. Right? And so, um, so I was, yeah, and I was really taken with it. And so as, as soon, and so in the back of my head, as I was going through everything, I was always in the back of my mind, I was, I really wanted to circle back and, and, and try to figure out how to, uh, to get that word out. Cause it really meant a lot to me whenever I found it, it was somebody who was specifically, cause you're kind of looking for that mirror sometimes, or you're looking for like, just show me what I'm going through a little bit. And you're like, Oh, you're using the same words that I use now. That's, that's really interesting. And so that, that to me was, it was such a, a, a haven for that. And just to hear other people's stories was probably the biggest thing. That was the thing I was looking for the longest, you know? So. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for saying that we were able to give that to you. Um, and I do think, you know, people, that's the first thing you do, right. When you have like a symptom or something weird that's happening to your body, you Google it and you might find like really scary stuff and just, there's so much information out there. Um, so it is important to be able to find a place where you can go and read about it. Um, I will also say for people listening that, you know, there are a lot of symptoms that people should be aware of, um, related to colon cancer, including that could be. Um, blood in or on your stool, persistent, unusual bowel movements, stomach aches sometimes that just don't go away or losing weight for no reason. So those are the kinds of things that sometimes people Google and find. Um, But the other thing is that some people don't have any symptoms. Um, So just being aware of it. Oh, interesting, Kevin. Yeah, Yeah, you'll need to share. So yeah, so sometimes just being aware of it and understanding your screening um, opportunity Um, We're seeing more and more young cases. Um, Screening now should begin at 45 for most people. And if you have symptoms or a family history, um, you need to be screened even earlier. So just really important for people to be aware of. Kevin, you were raising your hand at that. Do you want to Yeah, no, I realize it's a podcast. It's it's ridiculous too. I'm just well trained. Um, but no, I mean, it's one of those things like where I, I, I and I realized looking back, I, I just I could not prove the theory any any stronger, I think, as as just a, as a as a as a test subject. I mean, and 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 as we were talking about earlier, it, it this is such an act one story to me, because there's there's a point at which like once you get diagnosed with cancer, not that it's a piece of cake at all and not that and everyone's journey is, is different in their own. But at the same time, there's there's sort of like a, a, a built in uh uh, there's there's a built-in momentum that comes with after diagnosis, and you're in the machine, you're in the system, and and regardless of quality of care, wherever you are and who you're with, like, that you're in this, you you have a path and you're on it. But it's everything up to that that is just nobody. We just seem to sort of like be plinking around and hoping we don't land in one of those spots, and then all of a sudden you land in the spot, and you're just like rushed with this, like oh my god, what do I do? We don't talk about this, and I and, and and it's always a surprise, you know, from a lot of people's stories. And so it it all started with me where I was, it was towards the end of 2020 and uh i i'd gotten a standing desk because we've been in lockdown and i thought this is going to be great i'm going to be super healthy i'm going to stand up i'm going to write scripts i'm going to brag that i wrote a whole script standing up and then about a week <laughs> into it it was uh, and about a week into it, it I, all of a sudden i started feeling like really weird down there it just didn't feel right it felt like i had to i felt like i had to go i had to go to the bathroom but there's nothing there and all of a sudden it kept getting heavier and heavier and i thought okay maybe something's inflamed and then you immediately go to inflammation because that's the thing that 
it's everywhere now and everything is about inflammation. So you kind of justify it by this. And this is sort of the first step. And this just to go back and to talk about uh, address how yeah, you brought up that we just don't talk about it because in your mind, you want to justify that, you know, well, it's fine. It'll work itself out. And then if, especially you add all those sort of like middle-aged male things on top of it, it's, it's, it's just even compounded right. in my case. Right. And so, um, so you, so I started sitting to write again and this one I couldn't sit. And so I started laying down and I was like laying down and writing scripts on my phone, which wasn't nearly as cool as, as standing. And, uh, and then, so then that, and then, and then eventually it started really affecting when I was going to the bathroom and then it started really kind of like hurting. And then all this while I'm, 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 I'm Googling and it's, and I'm, I want to justify it as inflammation, but eventually it gets to a point that I've got to call somebody. And of course we're in the middle of COVID. And so we can easily go and do just a sort of a, a video visit. So we do that. And then this is, the beginning of what becomes the hemorrhoid dance, right? Where everybody thinks it's hemorrhoids. And, and so again, it's another break where the system, not because it's evil, but it's just because it's just our natural human tendencies. Nobody wants you to have cancer, ultimately. I mean, all the business stuff aside, nobody wants you to have cancer. So they want it to be something else. So they come in another way, because if it's cancer, we got to come in with all, and when you go through, you're like, okay, I get it. I understand why you hold off that DEFCON 4 or whatever it is, you know, to, to, to flip that switch then. And, um, but yeah. And so, uh, and so you do the hemorrhoid dance and, and so then, and then you hear it yourself and you're like, oh yeah, it could be hemorrhoids. That's great. Cause I really hope it's not something bad. And right, so right away fine. I'm like immediately team hemorrhoids and I'm like, yeah, that's great. We'll do that. So here's a bunch of over the counter stuff, go home. And then now weeks and weeks go by again and nothing really changes, but you wanted to. And then, and then, then I start vacillating in my diet, like too much fiber, not enough fiber. And then now I'm like swinging for the fences. And really, ultimately it's just, I'm uncomfortable. I really need to get it checked out. This is probably just more for those people who have a hard time sort of taking care of themselves and respecting like how they have to really sort of watch out for their own health. Um, cancer aside. Uh, and so eventually I go in and then I, 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 I have the, uh, the, another doctor's appointment. I get a colonoscopy booked finally, but even that with insurance company now, because I was 48 at the time and it was right before they changed it to 45. So then that's a whole thing as far as like, and then, so you, sure you can have a colonoscopy. It's going to be $4,000. And you're like, well, I, I, I heard yeah, that. And yeah. so then you have to fight, you have to advocate for yourself and not that every system's set up like that, but the whole point is to take care of it before you get to a point where you have to take care of it. And so then I, I went to the colonoscopy, really wanted to be sort of one of these really cool middle-aged guys who went in and was like, yeah, I took care of it because I wanted to, and I got a checklist, everything's great, but I went, there's so much pain. And I went, and, and it was right after that they found a, an eight centimeter tumor uh, in my rectum, and uh, which explained a heck of a lot once I saw like the pictures and then and, and you see that. And, and then I also had um, a couple of spots on my liver that had jumped up to that. And, and for that reason, I think I had, I think in the end surgery, they took out 14 lymph nodes. Uh, and, uh, and then, and the, and the kicker of it is as I was kind of groggily waking up for the colonoscopy, he was like, and you've probably had it for five to six years. And, and that was the part where I was like, whoa, like if you told me five to six weeks, I'd be like, yeah, it totally felt like I had cancer for the last five to six weeks. Right. Looking back, but for five to six years beforehand and now, and now, so you pause that story and I apologize for the really long story, but the, if you pause that story and now rewind that way back. And if we had a world where this wasn't a stigma where we could talk about it, where we could, you know, it just like, it wasn't a big deal. You know, it just right. like, like, who knows what could have done that. And like, and I don't get lost in the what ifs, but you just like, God, I would just hate for someone who, I don't know. I would just, it would just suck for someone who just isn't, maybe just would have a lot harder to go with it. And if they just talked about it. 
Right. Yeah. Well, first okay. of all, Kevin, you should be proud because you did advocate for yourself and now here you are telling other people so yeah. that you can save, you're going to save lives doing this. Um, so thank you for sharing your story. We hear about that hemorrhoid dance. I love the way you say that. Um, oh, time and time again, we yeah. hear about it all the time. So again, you know, sometimes it is hemorrhoids, but it's so important for people to know, um, to continue to advocate for themselves to get that colonoscopy. Yeah. Um, and there are other screenings too, um, that people can get home tests and things like that. We actually have something, our organization has this nifty, really quick quiz. It's called, it's the URL is quiz.getscreened.org. Um, where you can answer a few questions about your risk and your symptoms, and it will tell you um, how to have that conversation with your doctor or if you're eligible for an at-home kit and just what your screening recommendation is um, based on all of those factors about yourself. So that might be a, a nifty little tool for anyone listening who's like, huh, I don't know if I'm the right age or like if this is something I'd be worried, I should be worried about. So um, really important to advocate for yourself. We also have um, a helpline and other resources on our website, ccalliance.org, where people can ask questions, get answers, and also help with those costs. Um, because th that's nothing to sneeze at, you know, hearing that big okay. number for a colonoscopy. So we can definitely help people who are navigating those kinds of costs too. Yeah. Yeah. And even just to cut to the end, even now in survivorship, uh, it's it's still like it's it's you still have to fight for the colonoscopy. You still have to figure out how to not with your own team now, but just outside of your team. Like now you've got your sort of your team of your own little Avengers. Hopefully you come out of this and you've got like your, your team of people with you. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not set up for and 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 we and we have we have. We, we pay for our insurance, we have decent insurance, uh, and, and it was still a challenge. So I can't imagine for the majority of people who are dealing with what they have to deal with. And so, and it, but it all does start with just um, self-care and looking out for yourself. And, and, yeah. and again, and then to your point, like I, I had zero sign. And when we went back, we had, we had geneticists and we had all these like, uh, we, okay, God, there's like a team of people. And there are people who are looking into our genetics and then also just like just social, how were you brought up and, and every, and family history and stuff. And, and we had, we had issues in our family, but we didn't have this specific issue. And we had the issues that everybody else does, which is, you know, you've got the diverticulitis and all the little things that like polyps and we take them like, and whatever it is, but there's nothing like this. So there's, there's no sign. So it's just one of those, the only way to do it is to really just be aware and to constantly be looking out for yourself. Yes, totally. Advocating for yourself and not being scared to talk about it. It's so yeah. silly how we as a society are scared. To I have two little boys, so I talk about poop all day long between yeah. work and home, but I can't imagine um, all of the people who just really don't want to talk about those symptoms. So everybody thinks important. it's a regression whenever you get to that, when you have kids, but maybe it's just <laughs> reminding you that really that's like, kind of like, and if you're an animal in the woods, totally like really, like, what else do you worry about? You look at your poop, you make sure everything's <laughs> groovy and you keep going. And I said this in, in, in the blog that, that I, I'm, I'm writing on that, I, that it's, it's really the perfect crime. Cause like you, you create this dead body, right. In a toilet. And, and you could easily dispose of it. You just flush yeah. it. No one's going to know, right? No one's going to know. Right. And so right. it's, it's one. And so you can justify these things in your head. And you can really, if you really are of the personality or of the mind, it's a really easy thing to kind of like not talk about because no one's asking you to talk about it. So, right. In fact, there's momentum to not talk about it. So uh, let's make that so, normal. Yeah. yeah. And um, also brag about our screening so that we can keep everyone around us healthy. So it's an important conversation Absolutely. to have like in our family and among our friends. Yeah. 
even turtles poop, right? I mean, it's pretty, especially after all that pizza. Well, there's a, and there's a sewers link there too. I like it. It just feels like the exactly. whole thing. It's like I think we did pick the right podcast to come. Andrea, Andrea, the um. Uh, talking about screening, like, uh, so I'm 36, right? And I'm sure I'm the same age, give or take, around the same, a lot of the people listening. Um, I guess my yeah. question is, like, I, and I'm not a guy who goes to the doctor very much, or, like, you know, um, but, like, when it comes 45, is a doctor going to, is a doctor going to tell me, hey, it's time for this screen to happen, or do I have to, do I have to remember that? It's a good question. Um, the answer is hopefully yes, but it's always something you should advocate for. Not all doctors are doing it. We don't know exactly when and why, um, but just like anything else, doctors are people too. So we do have to advocate for ourselves. Yeah. Um, the guideline also recently changed. So for anyone who was thinking like, oh, didn't it used to, wasn't it 50? Um, it did used to be 50 as a national guideline. And it recently changed to 45. So doctors also take a while to remember that and incorporate it into their practice. So the answer is yes. Um, you should always remember if you can, if you're lucky enough to be listening today, just like kind of keep that in your back pocket. And also, you know, lots of people under 45 need to be thinking about this or considering a screening for a variety of reasons, including potential symptoms, family history, um, and other um, potential things. So important to also assess your risk, talk to your doctor about it today and use that um, screening quiz. And if you don't regularly go to a doctor just for primary care, I'd also recommend maybe you start incorporating that. No judgment, Brian, but no, 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 it's okay. a good thing to um, incorporate now that we're coming out of you know the pandemic, which Kevin, just hearing that you were going through that during the like lockdown time is also a whole nother layer of- challenge i can't even imagine it was a trip yeah my wife my wife would be outside and then and just kind of just uh trying to pass the time as best she could because a lot of times even the waiting rooms are closed and so to be in there i think like my surgery when when they went in because i had to go in and basically take out the piece of colon that or the where the where the tumor was and that turned into i think a 10-hour surgery i think basically so it was and so and, and it was it was just really hard and, and so then the hospital is doing the best but like it's it's really hard so yeah i did all chemo mostly by myself we we had we got the first appointment we were allowed to have somebody in there but otherwise yeah it was all sort of but it, it's so you just kind of adapt and you just kind of like you know make it but i it was funny you're talking about getting the about the having a gp and, and i talked about like oh we we called the doctor like i had to find a doctor first and then and then i had to, I had to find a gp and then i had to go and visit the yep. gp all while i was in pain and i just and it was one of those things where you just i, I just i wasn't prepped for it so yeah. Well, again, that's something like if somebody's listening and has no idea where to start and it's like, I don't have a doctor. I don't think this applies to me yet. Um, feel free to call us. So again, <laughs> colorectal cancer alliance, ccalliance.org um, will help you out and get you on the right path. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, so the moral of the story is get screened, uh, be aware and no standing desks. Clearly that's not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing at it right now and I love it. You have no idea. I've just I've been I've been designing this thing for a year and I like, as soon as I just don't think I've I've sat down yet. The only thing is I just gotta lay down to sleep and that's it. <laughs> you look great, Kevin. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh last thing, and we do this in every episode, so I figured I'd do it here as well. Uh I want to ask both of you your favorite turtle. Uh Kevin, you go first. Who's your favorite turtle? Uh I I probably gave the same stupid parental answer last time where I can't pick one. Uh, but oh, yeah, what I, I do, but I, what I do subscribe to is that it is a personality test. And so sure. I do know that there are seasons in life and things come and go. And 
right now, I'm very Leonardo. I'm just, I'm feeling very kind of Leonardo and sort of in charge and ready to, to, to be Zen yet also take care of some stuff. Cool. And Andrea, I love that coming out of a, um, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I don't know about personality tests for me because my personality (laughs) is definitely a Leonardo, but I've always been team Raphael. He's just so, um, you know, demanding, a little bit grumpy, but I'll always be team Raphael. He's well, the I most fun to write for it, to be honest. <laughs> yes, he's just there's like, more, he's like there's a lot of pent up rage. I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, I guess that's what it is. That's my true self behind the responsible older sibling. <laughs> well, uh, thank you both for being here, uh, and I'm glad that we're talking about this because I think more people need to. So, um, I'm going to put lots of links and stuff in the descriptions of this episode. So, uh, check out. The Colorectal Cancer Cancer Alliance. Check out Kevin's blog, and uh, check out yourself. So, hey, I like so much for having us, Brian. Thank you so much. It was great talking. I really appreciate it. All right.